0: Nothing on the TV, antics, road tricks, finish it. Borderline, celebrity, cause we're the beast, just not the part then. So grab a beer and have a bath, with some tunes inside my head. Relax and try and have a laugh, with the boys from in the shed. to welcome to our listeners to science vinyl episode two episode two that's what it
1: is hopefully be a little bit less shambolic than the first one
0: moderately shambolic steve tell our listeners (laughs) what science vinyl
1: is well science vinyl for listeners um is what we do is we take an album uh and we go through the track listing of that album and each one of the we alternate and um each one of the track listings will make up a sciencey anecdote about something about the very loosely based upon the the track Track listings.
0: Brings together two of my favourite things, Steve. What's that? Music and science. <laughs> and you.
1: Okay. You too. So three, thrice. Three of my favourite things. In the Venn diagram, we're right in the middle.
0: Exactly. Okay. Spot well, on.
1: what's what's the album this week, Nick?
0: So, Steve, the album this week, drum, drum roll. roll,
1: is...
0: An album by a lady called Adele. Adele. And the album title is Her Latest Offering... <laughs> 25. <laughs> Lovely. Yes.
1: Yeah, um I I'm uh, I I came late to Adele. I didn't Did really like her to begin with. Um no? I I'm glad that her life seems to be turning around cuz all of her miserable songs are the best ones. Um Well, but, uh,
0: her album that preceded 25, do you 21. know what that one was called 21. And there was 19 as well, was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're all sort of ages that she has decided to Do you like that,
1: Nick, or does that annoy you a little bit? No, I like it. You like that? It's nice. Okay,
0: it's marking time.
1: (laughs) The the onward march to the grave. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but when it came out, she wasn't actually twenty five. Was
1: she not? How old was she?
0: 27?
1: Ah, that's a bit sh-
0: Something like Did that. Did she
1: write them to 25? Probably, or yeah. Okay, right. Probably.
0: So it's acceptable, isn't it? All right, it? so
1: I've been doing my homework. I've got slightly more tracks to do because there's an odd number of uh, of songs on 25 by Adele. There are,
0: yeah. I mean, it was released. Do you know what year it was released, Steve? Uh,
1: 2016?
0: 2015 it uh, was released. Do you know what was going on in 2015? Zoom your mind back. All of those years to the <laughs> dim and distant past of 2015.
1: Uh, I think that was the year I moved to London, 2015. 15. Rock
0: on! Yeah. Wow. You see, you were just coming into Finny London. Exactly. All sorts of things were going
1: on. What Cameron had just been elected. Cameron, the, the hand faced Conservative majority,
0: right? On the uh, with the, uh, the the the, the, the uh, mandate to push for a, a
1: Brexit vote. Oh, that's right. That worked out real.
0: Absolutely. Um, Jeremy Corbyn had become leader of the Labour Party. Wow. Right. politics was going mental. Oh, wow. It was all kicking off. Um, and you know what? see superseding both of those events, momentous moment in history. What's that? Jamie Clarkson punched one of his staff yeah, in the face over a steak sandwich. Producer, yeah, and lost his job. Sorry. And there were some other sad things that happened. Um, Charlie Hebdo happened that year, oh, that and exists. the Cali migrant crisis. So that's what was going on in the background of this yeah. album by Adele. Incredibly successful album. Anyway, <laughs> Adele is widely credited for bringing back, resurrecting, solid album sales. Is that right? Because it sold a huge number of physical albums. Both of the uh, Adele albums did. She's credited in resurrecting well, of the traditional music. Should we celebrate scene? that
1: so by, like... by, by loosely and shambolically coordinating some science around the track listings?
0: Why the hell not, Steve? Let's go for it. Hello It's me i was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet
1: to okay track one it's a monster
0: what is a monster hello <laughs> what is, is a monster? it me you're looking for <laughs> no so this is
1: this is her lionel richie cover, cover exactly right? it's her lionel richie cover uh it also like it, i think there's two types of people in this world is when you say hello the f- One type of person says is it me you're looking for Or other people just say hello it's me like Yeah I think there's a whole generation of people That, that, that aren't Lionel Douchebag fans Yeah
0: I suppose the younger generation And yeah. the older generation the a slice in the middle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: Anyway hello, um, I, was hello thinking about, I was thinking about ar- Hello Nick I was thinking about what to talk to you about hello And the thing that, that sprung into my mind uh, was, did, you ever, did you have Did you like programming or anything, Nick? No. Well, Never I didn't. I didn't ah. have. Um, yeah. Did you have a, like a Commodore sixty four or something? Input it was called. Uh, I, had, uh, I had a binder and right. I had
0: twenty issues. And um, once I learned to make the Commodore make a noise like a wave, okay. so a wave splashing. Oh really? It took me about uh, two or three days. So just just typing copying in, it out. You had no idea what it meant. Uh, <laughs> it's just like data <laughs> one four two comma sixteen comma semicolon. That sort of thing. Yeah,
1: well, there's a really famous thing that a lot of programmers do. It's quite often a sanity check, but when you first start learning, and you write a very simple program called Hello World. You heard of that? Yeah. Okay, so this is what I'm about to say. has no <laughs> real meaning. <laughs> 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 so, like, th- this would well, be... Well, the-
0: Hello World it seems like it has some kind of cultural significance yeah, for me. Where it, does it come from? Hello, uh, world.
1: Yeah, well, it comes it comes from the computer science community. Okay, right. Um, and I, well, to, to, to most of the people that aren't you, um, that's like a really common thing. And I, so I wanted to know where it came from, so I thought I'd look it up quickly. When
0: you say most people, oh. do you mean...
1: Anybody that's done any programming. So, so losers. Losers. So I'm not that critique, Yeah, all that's those great. wonderfully beautiful people oh, you can, can be with Happy to be excluded um, from that particular <laughs> club. <laughs> anyway, it was first introduced by um, a, a gentleman called Brian Keringen, who, who's a professor of computer science at Princeton. In uh, 1974, when he worked for Bell Labs, did he? He was was working one of the you know Bell Labs. Yeah, they did
0: stuff with everything, basically all cosmic background radiation. That's right.
1: Um, But they also were involved in early kind of uh, like uh, computer science, and they were programming in uh, the C programming language. You know, C. You've had C C. plus plus. No, this is just C without the plus plus. When did the plus come? It's later than 74, I think. Was
0: there a C plus and then a C plus plus?
1: There was yeah. C plus plus plus. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, hello world.
0: Oh, Steve! Send my love to your new lover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Scientists? Do you think scientists are good lovers? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, little piggy snot there Love letters um, Have you ever written a love letter Steve? Um, like I, a I proper have. love letter I have, letter, have, I have in my life
1: How long was it? It wasn't very long I've written like kind of love that letters That doesn't surprise me You're quite a, quite a sensitive soul deep down Yeah Ooh, Crikey yeah. <laughs> Not sure
0: about that but. Anyway some okay. of the fa- most famous scientists in the world wrote love letters Is I had a little a delve Yeah yeah, yeah all right. Einstein's got a few You can have a so tickle sorry, around So these
1: are publicly available are they?
0: Oh you have a good look around on the internet Find a few of these some of them are redacted because of the sex information on them. Oh, really? No, that's nah. a lie. It's a lie. Was, well,
1: which, which, <laughs> which, which scientist has had the most love letters redacted I because don't of sexy know, time? Like, who knows? But
0: okay. anyway, Werner Heisenberg. It's sexy time. Werner I'm, Heisenberg. Oh, no, I tell you,
1: what it would be. It would be Feynman. Of course it would be Feynman. Feynman used to have openly used to like, have threesomes with his students. And like orgies. Did he really? Yeah, he was like fine about it.
0: Do you reckon he sent love letters?
1: Oh, probably not. He was too busy too like busy ha- having, having orgies. <laughs> Anyway,
0: so, so Werner Heisenberg, very famous fa- for the principle, and also being a good pal of Hitler's. That's right. He 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 wrote love letters. Yeah. To read of them. Yeah. He but he had a bit of a hard choice between him, uh, his his lover, his wife, future wife. wife, and his science. And okay. I've just got a little couple of extracts. Go on, then, I want to hear
1: him. Mm. Sorry, so this is Werner Herzog. This is not Werner no, no, Heisenberg.
0: Werner <laughs> Heisenberg. Werner Heisenberg. Yeah, as soon as you are here again, I want to forget everything that is not only about us. I believe it would be good in general if during this summer physics was pushed into a dark corner to be picked up again later. For first I have to mortally learn from you from all the treaties in the world.
1: Wow.
0: If you wish to take some time off from physics this is his wife now.
1: Right.
0: if you wish to take <laughs> some time off in <laughs> physics in the summer dear, that would naturally be good taking a little step in the paradise yeah and you would be quite sure that i would never be upset later on when you spend long periods of time on nothing else but the physics it needs you too i know that and i am good on my own when i know that you love me ready.
1: Nick Steven So this track's called I Miss You
0: Oh that's so sweet Yeah I don't miss you I have been gone a long time um,
1: I was thinking about What to talk to you about This was the hardest one for me I couldn't Ooh. find To talk about
0: I know it's really hard Isn't some it Some of them it's, Some of them are Generic right. love song type Exactly tunes. You've
1: got to be like How can I crowbar in some science Yeah But I thought about it I thought creatively What's so it called again I Miss You Oh okay So I was thinking about like So rather than about love things I think I'm getting, getting like To If you miss somebody yeah. like if you're trying to get them and you missed them right right so like i was thinking about so then that got me thinking as i got thinking okay like what about like snipers oh, shooting right. and they're missing people <laughs> right
0: so you flip reverse that one you've yeah. gone all the way from like a lovely 10 to executions love song to killing people yeah. from far away yeah, yeah, in yeah, a very exactly. impersonal manner
1: so do you know uh, it was kind of, but it's it's kind of interesting because it's uh, like you it got me to do so i did a calculation on the train a little bit of physics oh, so geez. do you know do you know what the longest confirmed sniper kill is no it's 3540 meters get out of town yeah by a canadian um uh, canadian sniper um whose name is craig harrison
0: how the hell did they confirm it you can't con can't exactly do it in the control it was condition an, uh,
1: an is militant thing. so they they apparently right. shot from over two miles away right and so this is one of the things right so it took for that time how do you know well they can see so he's got a little
0: camera down his sight.
1: No, he's a little dude, little spotter dude that looks through his, his mic, his, right. little, his little binoculars. Right, 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 So he says,
0: Shoot him. Yeah. The guy fires.
1: Guess how long it takes to go that far?
0: Um, well, I would imagine a bullet goes at something like 600 meters per second. So let's say 3,500 by
1: six or seven seconds. It's a bit longer than that, it's nine and a bit seconds. Right. Well,
0: hang on a minute. But wouldn't
1: the bullet land on the ground before ah, it got there? Good. you 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 thought like I did, right? <laughs> so you had to shoot up, right? So basically, so if you
0: so he's like a, is golf, is he is thing, thing. A, a golf, like a golf ball.
1: So if you think about it, like if you fire a bullet out of a gun and you dropped a bullet at exactly at the same time, right? Theoretically,
0: they should land at the same time.
1: Exactly. But they don't, probably because of like air and shit. Actually, like bullets do. Really? Because they're not actually that heavy. They don't really affected by wind resistance. In fact, they're designed to not. To try and cut through the air. But I
0: thought they would kind of like there would be some kind of airfoil type behavior. You, not really. Oh, no, right. it's about okay. the same.
1: Anyway, but like so. So if you calculate, so actually what this guy had to do was like aim up, right? Because right. he had to wait for the bullet to actually fall in the air. So
0: did he calculate how long it would take to get there?
1: Do you know they, they do? Calculate, do you know how high he had to he had to aim up? Have a guess. Yeah. At that far. In degrees. Uh, no, in height. So well, like, I don't know because that so it, would be if, an angle, wouldn't it? Well, if I wanted to shoot, if I wanted to shoot shoot from far away, I have to yeah. aim above your head. Oh, okay. So how falls. many meters
0: above the person's head? Did you exactly. Have to I, I can't okay. get this
1: on the train. From you I mean, you can work it out just from the fact it took nine point six seconds to, to to fall.
0: Oh, okay. So ten I
1: mean, meters. Four hundred and sixty-one meters.
0: No, okay. Yeah. True. I think, think don't believe. Think about that. if you
1: let something go for nine seconds.
0: Is is this true? Though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nine seconds.
1: seconds. Yeah. You just let it go. It nine seconds. It'll nine. fall about so you, 400 metres. Acceleration meters. is like nine 10 qu- metres yeah. per
0: second per second. So yeah. you did some, like, In basic maths. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, but, um, Steve,
0: you're a loser. But that's interesting. I miss you. So
1: Nick's got some props. When we were
0: young, Steve. When we were young. You know, this is an album by Adele. Yeah, this was in a phase in her life when she was looking back and becoming a retrospective phase slightly nostalgic a lot of the tunes have a nostalgic air she's she's reviewing her life she's looking back over her that's not a bad thing existence a few of the songs are about the passage of time yeah you know the sort of person that she was because 21 is very much a breakup album there's a lot of pain on that album yeah 25 is more of, she describes Everybody it as a makeup album. Does she really? Yeah, you've, you've really done does. your homework. I like it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. there's nostalgia. And this tune kind of epitomizes the nostalgia. She's looking back to her youth. Yeah. And it got me thinking about nostalgia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the nature of it. Because okay. I think it's something that I. I'm affected by I think everyone is Nick I know they are and there, there's lots of studies that people think nostalgic thoughts at least three or four times per day right so people do have a tendency to look back do you think it's a good thing I, yeah I think so okay well we'll come on to that later but anyway I've got this. I went back through some of my stuff do you think what What do you think is more nostalgic places or objects I think smells
1: smells smells okay. almost, I still can like I can still walk past someone, someone sometimes i the tube and like I'll smell someone's perfume and it'll remind me of like a, an ex-girlfriend who I haven't seen in, you know, 20 years You start going on your knees and start crying <laughs> Yeah, why did you leave me? <laughs> bye, uh, bye no. But no, I think, and, and the same thing, you can smell like a something and it'll just transport you to be, to that point in your life Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, and it's very famous, and Proust obviously is famous for that, of course, because of the, the Madeline, Madeline. Yeah. yeah. I've brought some nostalgic objects with me it's for my life, stuff. just to entertain oh, you. Alright, I want to see so you can have a look at some of these. Have a look at some of these like, things. So what I'm getting this I'm, like, I'm a bit of a hoarder. I was about
1: to say, these things look, look like they've been in a scrapbook.
0: Yeah, I've got loads more. But I was oh, rushing out of the house this. and I had to sort of... What You've is that? You got a ticket
1: from Top of the Pops? I went to Top of the Pops. What, when year, what year was this? About 2000. Okay. The,
0: yeah? So I was on Top of the Pops. Oh, we got, <laughs> oh what have you got there? I've got, I've what got, are you looking at? I've Describe a picture. that
1: to I've got a tattered... Uh, b- like cardboard sleeve which appears to be a picture from Alton Towers it's a Polaroid the Polaroid of <laughs> Nick <laughs> <laughs> Nick's dressed like Jay Leno um, I'm wearing a denim
0: suit do you know what that do you know what that t-shirt is
1: is it a Rush t-shirt no, it's
0: a Slayer t-shirt oh uh, <laughs> have you still got it <laughs> and unfortunately oh no oh, it was great. one of those t-shirts where the print was so heavy that it
1: just ripped <laughs> her, The cotton ripped around the print we've got a Soul Rebellion ticket Soul no.
0: Rebellion, that's a postcard. Look, it's a postcard. I used to correspond with them when I was about oh. 13. So, you
1: got, uh, so what I've got here is a, so Nick's obviously <laughs> written Soul <laughs> Rebellion, who I've never heard of. You know, <laughs> Soul they never Rebellion. made it.
0: They never made it. They had a demo that I got free with like power They rock look like a kind of hair, her
1: hair metal but like <laughs> band. Anyway, Nick's got a letter from Soul Rebellion, so he's obviously written to them, and I'll read it to you now, listeners.
0: <laughs> you can't read the whole thing. Dear actually.
1: Nick, thanks for your letter. Apologises for taking so long to reply. There's no date on this. It's a shame. Um, the song that you heard on the rock show was called Way Above the Worlds. It is one of the total... <laughs> it's one of the tracks on our third track tape. The tape is available for £2.50. <laughs> I've
0: got it. I've still got it.
1: And if you would like one, please make checks payable to D. Lewis. Was D. Lewis in Soul, Soul Rebellion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was a study done by the National Trust Quite recently, and it was specifically about nostalgia and yeah. how it affects you. The National Trust have got motives to do this, they're funding some research to do it. And they, they, they got someone from your alma mater, the University of Surrey. No, that's not where I went, Sussex. Oh, Sussex, okay, yeah. sorry. This was at the University of Surrey. And what they did is they got a bunch of places, they, they thought, are places or things like you've just been looking at yeah. more important to you so emotionally? So that was the research question? Yeah, yeah it's okay. kind of a research question. More importantly to you emotionally than. Uh, sorry, are places more importantly th- than objects or vice versa? Yeah. So if people whacked them in an MRI scanner, showed them, got them to bring in objects and no, pictures of places. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for instance, what happens when you look at that picture, Steve?
1: Oh, it's a picture of Epsom. So Nick, Nick sent me a text yesterday asking where I grew up. And he's obviously done this for a specific reason. That's a picture of Epsom Clock Tower. There used to be a um, chicken shop called Roosters there that we'd go to. Wow. After. How does it
0: make you feel? Makes me a bit depressed, I don't like Oh, it does helps. it? Okay. Yeah. Well anyway, the, these guys they, Was, they wasn't put, a good time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> they put people in a um, MRI scanner and then they showed them familiar places or objects. And right. they found a huge uh, increase in the activity in the amygdala part of the brain, yeah. which is very linked to emotions, when they showed people places as opposed to objects which didn't elicit as much of a response. So basically, they're saying that the places which you, where you grew up that mean something to you have a much more emotional meaning to you than things than even objects, which actually do mean things to you too. Interesting. So the National Trust, obviously, trying to say because they don't like people building houses on stuff, so they're trying to preserve the landscape. That's their idea. So, um, so are
1: you always a bit skeptical when, when uh, like essentially chat with a company that has a vested interest in seeing the results of a specific study going a certain way? We <laughs> should repeat to find it. that. I'd yeah. love to do. I'd love to repeat <laughs> it. get. I've got so much more stuff. Some of it I can't show
0: you now. I'll show you when we have got the mics. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: remember all.
0: Things that I thought I wanted it
1: to be neck, yeah. The next one, yeah, it's called Remedy. Oh, do you know this song?
0: I don't. Well, I've heard it because I've listened to the album a couple of times. It's, um, there's also a
1: Black Crow song called Remedy, which
0: is very is nice.
1: There? Yeah, oh, I didn't know. Um, so I was thinking about remedies, right? So, um, another word for remedy antidotes, yeah, right? A so type of remedy, a type of remedy. So I was looking into some of the chemistry of antidotes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So some of these are quite interesting. uh, I thought I wanted to tell you, right? So, (laughs) um, do you know what ethylene glycol is? Is used Um, for? Yeah, it's
0: like, is it antifreeze? It is antifreeze, right? And so you can
1: make a polymer of it. You can if you make polyethylene glycol. And then you spray it on the Mary Rose. You do And yeah. it's lipstick That's it's what you what take That's right yeah mm. But this is not that This is mm. just ethylene glycol Okay But if you drink okay. ethylene glycol That's not a good idea It's not a good idea Because you will die Yes um, But I was wanted to, I'm wanted. i going to read to you The symptoms It's quite interesting So if you do If you, if you do um Drink antifreeze Drink antifreeze by mistake And do it does you have happen have a can in the boot of my car Well there you go It's very So the stuff The biggest use is actually Is in on airports So they use it to de-ice planes And stuff like that Oh yeah yeah So they you use use tons spray tons it on the wings Tons and tons and tons of it Right so probably op- not very really good for the environment spraying it all over. I've seen no. them do that a like, massive hose and have been at an airport in the winter. Yeah. So 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 if you had if you had a bit too much ethylene glycol yes. antifreeze poisoned individuals may appear to be intoxicated, dizzy, lacking coordination of muscle movements, drooling, depressed, have slurred speech. Sounds like me on a Friday night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is it so quite often sometimes apparently there's been cases where people just look pissed. Right. So people take them, they just think, they will be fine. Yeah. And after about 12 hours, it's getting it gets, it gets worse. Right. right. Still pissed. Still, well, in fact, it gets worse. They get a of uh, uh, hyperventilating, oh you get high blood pressure. Anyway, do you know how, the reason basically that um, uh, ethy- ethylene glycol is bad for you is that it gets oxidized in by uh, an enzyme in your body that you're familiar with into glycolic acid or oxalic acid, which are both one of them's insoluble, and one of them's poisonous.
0: Well, oxalic acid, famously, is what's in rhubarb leaves.
1: That's right. And, and, other and plants glycolic acid is. If, dangerous. You, if you ever go, um, mm. if your your wife ever uh, goes for a uh, no like a, 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 like a, a beauty um, facial peel, you know, someone who do skin peels, and when you go to like fancy beauty things. Yeah, she likes facials. <laughs> that's uh, that's glycolic gly- 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 acid. Right. Anyway, so this is the thing. So, so what do you think? The, the enzyme that does the oxid, uh, the oxidizing of ethylene glycol Is called alcohol dehydrogenase Right And we've come across that before Yes, it's in your liver It's in your liver Yeah, exactly um, And it So if you were thinking about um, Possible antidotes So someone's taken a bit too much uh, ethylene glycol Right They're looking a bit pissed right. give, them,
0: so give them a glass of whiskey Is that what you're going to tell me?
1: The antidote <laughs> For ethylene glycol poisoning There's two things, right? Right One of them is an inhibitor of uh, of uh, alcohol dehydrogenase, yes, and the other way is to get is to keep that enzyme busy. Yeah. Do you know how you keep that enzyme <laughs> oh, busy? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You, so they give people booze. <laughs> so what happens is basically this this this, this molecule glycol, will eventually pass through your body if it doesn't get oxidized. If chemistry isn't done to it, so you there's all keep, these enzymes. So you right. basically keep people pissed so keep, <laughs> for twelve hours.
0: So to prevent the enzyme turning thing into something bad you make the enzyme you say hey enzyme here's something else for you to work with well of
1: course it works with booze it's the thing it does it's it's, it's been it's been you give it loads of
0: booze to process and it's going hey man i'm not going to touch the The, uh, uh, ethylene glycol i'm just going to hang over the ethylene. and then the ethylene glycol gradually gets pissed out or something exactly you just piss out right yeah so i
1: like the fact that the way you treat something more booze. booze So, 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 you know, you can imagine an alcoholic being like stumbling in and going, thinking some antifreeze that'll get that'll get him drinks a bit, and what gets he gets rewarded <laughs> when he goes to A and E? They give you booze. Great remedy.
0: Funny. Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Have you had a lot of water go under your bridge?
1: Uh, yeah, i say a fair amount in my time, I'd say.
0: Yeah, it's quite a lot. <laughs> Do you know what? which river has the highest discharge rate in the UK? Seven. Uh, seven? It's actually the Thames. Uh. According to Wikipedia, Wikipedia yesterday. <laughs> anyway, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Have you heard yeah. about um, the water thread
1: bridge? The water thread, water thread bridge. Oh, that, that's the one in Germany? No. Oh. Uh, no, then no
0: so this is a thing that was initially done in the late 1800s oh, if you get two beakers of water and it has to be deionized water so yeah. that's like really well distilled water pure that are purer than pure water yeah and you stick electrodes in each of them and you put them very close together a small bridge Water was formed oh. magically between the two beakers, and you can remove the beakers apart. It gets, it gets longer for about an inch, and it gets on as this thread of water that's just suspended, an inch long, in midair between that. the two things.
1: I want to see that. I've got a video of it. Uh, we should definitely see which, that. Yes, we can have a look. Let's,
0: let's
1: pause and get the video. Great. <laughs> So we've queued up the video. Here of the it is, water Steve. So
0: experiment. we're looking at it, and we will share this on Twitter while we release the podcast. And here are the two beakers. Can you see what's going on, Steve? Describe wow, what so the,
1: there's two beakers being pulled apart, and like there is a, what looks like a string of water between them, and it's not breaking. It's being maintained. It's being held, in, and now it's kind of bowing slightly as the, as the glasses get further apart. Eventually, it's going to snap, I think. So what's the origin? there how, how does this
0: work? So you have to have... A very very high voltage. How how high? Uh, about 15 kilovolts. 15, 15 kilovolts. 15,000 volts. Okay. So gravity would it be expected to um, make
1: the water bridge drop down? Do you know how this happens? Do you know what the mechanism is? I mean um, surface tension or something. is it is it dissolving something from the air?
0: No one knows. Uh,
1: it's been known of for a hundred years, and people no thought what was. People thought, because you've got
0: such a high voltage, there's some kind of alignment of the water molecules. Right, okay. So quite recently, some people use some kind of X-ray-based technique, imaging thing, which is supposed to look for order in water molecules. Yeah. Because they order, they, they can stack and arrange themselves. That's what happens in, like you mentioned, surface tension. Yeah. The surface of water, because the water molecules have got more charge on one end than the other, they all line up so the charges are facing in one direction. That's what makes his skin on the water. Yeah. So it is, people think it's likely that, as you've just correctly guessed, it's surface yeah. tension. But, but no one can see any evidence of alignment, special <laughs> alignment. Stuff. So no one knows. Even So what about if you put like salt in it or something? Does it break? It, can't, it doesn't work with it. If you put any electrolyte in it, it doesn't work. It has to be pure, very pure water. And it has to be very high voltage. When you reduce the voltage, the bridge breaks. But wow. anyway, there you go. Water under the bridge, Steve. Water under the bridge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's going on? The next one is the River Lee. Oh, another river, another water related. Another water. Related. Do you know what? Do you know um, so apparently, I had to look this up. So the River Lee is a river that runs from the Chilterns into the Thames. OK. And it's um, uh, apparently it's symbolic of uh, Adele's uh, roots, history and change. Why, is she from the Chilterns? I think it runs through her village where she was born, maybe, I think. She's from North London, so yeah. presumably it must be like Well, it runs North into London. the Thames, so eventually, yeah. I
0: think she's from like Tottenham or something like that. OK.
1: Or up there. Um, Dirty anyway. river. Filthy river. It is. Probably. Right, I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to show you a picture of a river, Nick. Right? Okay. And I'm, going to, I'm going to ask you something. Because there's very something special about this picture. Yeah. So describe what you're seeing. This is a
0: river that looks kind of like it's a lake or a pond. It's very, very. There's a, 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 a strip of green in the foreground, a grass verge. Yeah. Then there's the
1: water, strip How would, of water. Do you, do you like Do you like this as a photograph?
0: I do because it's nice and symmetrical. It's, nice it's almost like a flag. So if it's you, straight if green you were lines, to do you, know,
1: do you know what river that particular picture is of? Do you want me to guess? can have a guess. The you, ooze. It's not the ooze. Um it's The not, Cam. It's not even in this country. It looks very. It looks very. It does like look like this the Cam. No, I'll give you that. Yeah. It looks
0: totally flat. It look, The landscape looks utterly flat. It's like it would flood
1: in a second. Yeah. So so this is a this is a picture of the rain. Uh, which is a which was made by a German visual. The rain, artist. the yeah. rain falling from the sky. Yeah. What? It's a that's by it's a, it's, a, it's a photographer called uh, Andreas Gursky. That's not the rain, and that's a water in a pond or a lake. No, R H E I N. Okay. Where is um, it? It is in Germany. Okay. Um. Well, this is what it was called. This okay. is what he called it. So maybe that's it. Um. Anyway, it is the most expensive photograph ever sold. Why? Because Andreas Gursky managed to f- trick people into paying. How much did you pay for that? I would not pay anything for it. No, would you? In 2011, a print was this was auctioned for um, 4.3 million dollars.
0: But why? That was
1: the most expensive photograph ever sold of a river. Well, But why? <laughs> so it was auctioned. So it's in it's in apparently it's in this area of Cologne in Germany, and it was auctioned in Christie's um, in New York in November 2011. Um, and sold for four million three hundred and thirty-eight thousand five hundred dollars. The identity of the buyer has never been revealed.
0: I don't understand what this is. What's going on? What's going on
1: here? <laughs> so that that is the most expensive photograph ever. Right. So I'm just you know of a river. Here okay. We the River Lee. There you go. <laughs> Steve, Nick, love in the dark. Love in the dark. Steve, you love astrology, don't you? I fucking <coughs> love astrology. Tell
0: me, tell me about your love for astrology.
1: I really like the way that the world participates in a mass cultural delusion <laughs> that when your parents had sex had some bearing on your personality. So What's your star sign, I'm Steve? Pisces. <laughs> And do you know what? That comment is such a Pisces thing to These say. These folks are selfless do you, know mo- do you know my mother believes in this? She, I'm pretty sure she pretends to do it just oh, to annoy right. me. Okay. Well,
0: I think I'm going to annoy you mostly. <laughs> so, Pisces are selfless, spiritual, and very focused on their inner journey. Exactly. Yeah. Also, when things go wrong, their luck is responsible.
1: The- <laughs> Whoa.
0: Idealistic. S- sorry. The, so- Hence, the best sometimes seems like mediocre to them. <laughs> Oversensitive. It's not hard for them to get very emotional. Yeah. Lazy. That's definitely not Lazy. true for you, Steve. Anyway, if you were having a baby, Steve, let's, yeah. right, let's just okay. for a second. A little, a little. Would you think about this star sign before you went for a conception <laughs> event? Let's
1: call it a conception event. It's, 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 so, it's so romantic, a conception event. <laughs> Would you go for a, a Pisces C- or a Libra? Um, I, I've i dated a Libra. Right. Um, uh, I, I Probably a Pisces because it doesn't matter.
0: Well, apparently according to astrology.com in open commons, you can be quite romantic dreaming up delicious treats for your lover. If, you're, the a, if guy, you're a sort of guy, Pisces. Was, uh, Pisces. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, leap so believe it or not, Your star sign. I don't. Your star sign, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> sign can't impact on your health. Bullshit.
1: <laughs> total total bullshit.
0: So I I started off with that uh-huh. that viewpoint.
1: Yeah. You've got to keep your mind open, Steve. <laughs> 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 if you've seen the things that I've seen... Okay, to start with, all okay, right, go on I'm going to go back to some science right. which isn't so... I'm getting reported, my shackles just, up now. So <laughs> Come on, give me the
0: best. What you got? <laughs> so it's been known for a long time, for instance, multiple sclerosis. Yes. Has a higher incidence in more northerly latitudes than equatorial latitudes. Okay. okay. And they've ruled out a load of confounding factors. So generally it's thought that there's something... So the weather or something affects something the Something to do eagles. with daylight or, exposure, or something or, yeah, along those lines to, yeah, makes rays. it more likely.
1: But anyway, there's been a number of studies. So wait, the, the more north, the more likely you are to get yes. MS? Wow, OK. Yeah, that's established. Didn't know that. Didn't yeah. know that. Quite well established. So we should all move sure to the it equator it if we don't want to get MS.
0: Apparently so. Right. I, mean, I mean, I think there's, you've got to exercise some scepticism, so you're correct. But anyway, there have been a series of journals. I mean, I'm just looking at one now, and it was in the Journal of the American Medical Informatics Association. So there's stati- that one. They're, they're, they're statisticians. Sense. Okay, so they just... Right, there's been a lot of debate about the statistics of these studies, because basically okay. what they do is they look at people's birth month or time of the year that they were born... And they try and look for correlations with... the, that's the dangerous... Sickness. That's a dangerous... It co- is. Co-
1: correlations does not imply causation. Oh.
0: Anyway, it's not a bad journal anyway. Yeah, okay. But they found that babies born in March and April... Yeah. Pisces. Yeah.
1: Significantly... Could be Aries if they were born in April. But could yeah, be, yeah. could
0: be. Significantly higher rates of various cardiovascular diseases than those born in September and October. Did you
1: look up all the stuff that was associated with Pisces? Did so you I'm know just going to show
0: you a graph of the incidence of... Chronic myocardial ischemia right, related
1: to month from right. that article. And
0: you can see quite clearly, I'm showing Steve the
1: picture. Maybe you want to describe yeah. that to Okay, so I'm of. looking at a graph, and it's it's some kind of metric for proportion of people that have chronic myocardial ischemia versus the month they were born in. And there's error bars, and what's amazing is it's not flat. So you'd expect that graph to be flat, i.e. if you were born in March or June or July. It shouldn't really affect. I mean I suppose what this probably tells you is it tells you that people born before a winter or something like that. So if you're born in just be- uh, I don't know what does it say?
0: Well, people I think the the jury is out. There's a number of clues. Yeah. One one thing that people point to is there's a famous study from the early 20 early 20th century where there pe-
1: something about being like cuz you're if you're born in the winter you get less vitamin E or something like or vitamin D.
0: Its vitamin D is a, a, yeah.
1: a well yeah, that's well researched as well. But, but then, then you w- get that would only be the first year. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, so I'm trying to figure it out.
0: There, there is a well-known thing that people who, um, let me just have a look here. People who, who were born to people who were suffered from Spanish flu. So Spanish flu survivors, right, um, were more likely to have particular diseases than other people who weren't affected by spanish flu right so it's thought that maybe viral infection during um, gestation has some later impact developmental impact on you which predisposes you to a number of different diseases
1: um do you know do what for it to be so predictable though that seems is everybody well, actually, born in so, June going to so get a based virus? Based
0: on that study, this is this because I I was like, this is how many how many people in the study was it? Tens of thousands, what? literally tens of thousands. So after that study was done, another study tried to replicate it on another cohort of people. So it became predictive, and they right. found the same thing. They found no, a similar thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's. Some people express skepticism about it. Quite. Um, Quite reasonably, I okay, think. Okay, so well. let's think
1: of an analogy here. This is nuts. So this is saying that, like, I don't know, what two mi- seemingly two things that don't seem correlated in any capacity—your birth month and some your risk of disease. It would be like saying, I don't know, this person um, had some Dunlop green flash as a kid, and that increases your chance of like getting like grommets. That's
0: where the stats becomes
1: dead important. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, you know, people have. Um you have people to be have extremely got to be a bit careful about it, but there are there, there are lots of other um, indications that um, this may be true. Do you know what I'm pre- predisposed to? Oh, c- so when we, you're born in like November. November. Yeah. Uh, so, so people born at the end of the year. Is that right? Sagittarius, yeah. yeah. Well I'm kind of on the edge, so I was never quite sure.
1: sometimes when I mean, you look at
0: look at magazines, yeah. like,
1: sometimes I'm Scorpius, sometimes I'm Sagittarius. Shows you, show you how much a high higher intellectual <laughs> level to which they're held that they can't even define. Anyway.
0: Well apparently my star sign Sagittarius, I'm a truth seeker. To me, knowledge is key. I'm broad minded, expansive in my thoughts as well as in my approach. I'm forever reaching for knowledge, understanding enough. Oh, know? Makes me
1: sick. <laughs> Well, we need to do a control experiment. We need to randomly pick one and see if I uh, I appear to those attributes, or you do. We should look at Leo's or something. <laughs> anyway, so... So what's um, the answer? When like, but, you but can't, don't, don't be dangling the the carrot. What's what? Why why does that graph vary?
0: Where's the graph again? Here we are. Yeah. So um, basically, people don't really... It could be vitamin D. It could be viral infection. There could so be no something weird. Um, I hate when you show me graphs so there's no answer. Really, <laughs> 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 honestly... So, but um, yeah, but it means pretty. I, th- I found it pretty interesting because it implies that actually, although you dismiss star signs, there is something in it. I mean, for, for, just for instance, I just want to tell you what I'm. I, I was mentioning this before. Hmm. So, I have lower risk for heart disease, but apparently, I have an increased risk of non-venomous insect bite. <laughs> and (laughs) venereal disease screening, visiting a screening centre for venereal disease. And also, there's a guy who... Uh, This is a different study, so this doesn't apply to this particular study, but after a similar study was published in a Spanish journal back in 2014, the independent statistician Dr. Robert Cuff, an ambassador for the Royal Statistical Society, told the... He sounds like a grown-up. I like the man. He said, astrology has never made for great science. If you look at 12 months for each of the 27 conditions and two genders, that's 628 possible links, you'll guarantee chance patterns that appear amazing. Many of the conditions identified here are different to the ones identified in a similar study two years ago, which you wouldn't expect of these
1: real associations. See, now, now I like the Royal so Historical
0: I think the jury's still out. I've read a bit of this, and I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, there's no and hypothesis glad to that, test. I'm you know, I'm, I'm definitely a truth seeker. <laughs> Uh, forever reaching for knowledge. Anyway. What
1: was I? What was I? What's, you got a truth seeker. What do I get? Like, You're an I'm arrogant not, I'm an prick. arrogant prick. Uh. I only want. Nick. Yeah. A million, million years, years ago. A million years ago. Yeah. When dinosaurs walked the earth. So, well, that's a good question. Dinosaurs were not walking the earth a million years ago. Well, what what they're in the
0: Bible, weren't <laughs> they?
1: It? <laughs> no, it's before then. Uh, um, what do you think the earth was like a million years ago?
0: Probably very similar to what it's like now.
1: So, so a million years ago, we were coming out of oh, an ice age. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Um,
1: and the average temperature, global temperature then, was five degrees. Right. What is it now? About fifteen. Okay. Right. So it's significantly colder. Well, I mean, Steve's flat and he's just fitted two new radiators, so yeah, they, they would have come in handy. They would have done. Um, so what actually? So apparently, if you looked at the Earth at that time. Uh, you would have seen the top and the bo- the poles. Much large amounts of the poles would appear white because there's lots and lots of water, t- like caught up in ice. Frozen, frozen, exactly. So much water, in fact, that the uh, the the sea level d- uh, goes down.
0: Yes, of course, because it's all frozen. Exactly. In a big but lump.
1: How 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 far do you think it would have gone down I mean, a million don't years know, ago, Steve? Ten meters. 125 meters. Get out of town. Yeah, and so apparently, if you looked at if you looked at the Earth from space, the UK would have been contiguous with uh, with with continental Europe.
0: Yeah, because of the land, they had a land bridge. They? Like, well, they have a they have a
1: because, because the the water had dropped 125 meters. Yeah, 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 it was all the so same. So you could just walk over to France. Does that like go go pick up some croissants? Oh, Fairy yeah, very companies wouldn't be pleased, would they? They wouldn't. No, and at the time there were multiple. What what's the what would be our our ancestors our ancestors uh, uh, that would be walking around a million years ago? Who would they be? Yeah, probably
0: you're a Neanderthal, I'm aren't a you? I'm a bit Steve? of Neanderthal. Is, were it, they around? No,
1: not then. There was too so too a early. So
0: Homo. Yep. Homo erectus. Homo erectus
1: was around, but actually at the time there were a couple. Um, they don't quite um, they haven't quite worked it out, but, but predominantly Homo erectus there'd be um Australopithecus as well. Um lots of um really cool animals, right? Sabre
0: toothed tigers. No, even better. Pe- I found I've never even
1: heard of this one before. Right. There was a thing called a uh, gigantopithecus.
0: Right. Do you know what it is? No. It's a massive
1: ape. Well a monkey. A massive no, not a not a monkey, an ape. A monkey. Get, guess how big it is? It's nuts. Um it weighed six hundred kilos and it was 3 meters tall. Fuck. Do you want to see a picture of it or a rendering of it? Have Look you got it. skeletons of this? No, they haven't they've got teeth and jaws. Oh my it's an absolute ma- like massive. Um, so
0: that land before time thing with the plasticine things was right.
1: You had these huge, Freaks huge, me out. huge. Um, like Imagine eights. if they were walking they around would...
0: Finsbury Park I mean, at the moment. Th- this was in India. You'd be scared in... your house, wouldn't you? A
1: three meter, six hundred kilo monkey chasing you. Yeah, we'd be
0: Jeez. scared. So King Kong, that maybe comes from some sort of memory. Yeah. So this Big wouldn't monkey. have
1: happened in Finsbury Park. This would have been in Asia. Um, in right. Would be India right. or China. God now. for that. Um, yeah, so there was that. Um, there was uh, woolly mammoths, um, and so yeah, that was an, and and uh, the, the largest ape that ever existed. And there was also like massive um, in, in in Australia. They had these, uh, the biggest ever uh, lizard that was like seven meters long uh, that was wandering about uh, a million years That's ago. That's a
0: dinosaur,
1: isn't it? No, it's a lizard. No, it's a lizard. A it's like a goanna. That's lizards. lizard. Yeah, dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> Not all lizards are dinosaurs. Yeah, they are. Well, then,
0: what's a dinosaur?
1: What about gecko? gecko dinosaur, d- dinosaur. <laughs> All right, let's go through him. Uh, snake? No, no, that's a snake. Snake's it's a snake distinct from dinosaurs. Okay, lizards. but gecko. How about oh, no, a skink? That's a, li- uh, a dinosaur. Dinosaur.
0: All I ask, Steve. It's a difficult one. Ask's a weird word, isn't it? Ask. 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 Anyway, we're coming, you know, we're going to the bottom of the barrel here with this one. What's the...? All I ask. How are you going to get science from all I ask? All I ask. There is a protein, an enzyme. ASK? Ask. One. Uh... Ah. ASK-1. Do you know what that stands for? Um... Acetylcholine... No. No. Apoptosis signal related
1: kinase 1. God, biologists aren't very creative, are they? Well, get this, man, because yeah, it got me into thinking, well, it's, <laughs> there are lots of proteins. It's kinase, so it
0: adds. Well, yeah, there are it. more than that. There are lots of things inside cells which are enzymes, and they basically do something to another protein to make something happen. That's basically what they do. And kinase. What does that mean, Nick? That's a bit. In- okay, give you an yeah. example. So a, a kinase yeah. is a type of protein, an enzyme, which takes a phosphorus, phosphate. the element. Yeah. Um, yes, a, a phosphate. phosphate. No. Yes, and it uh, it buzzes that. Yeah. On, it links it to another protein. And by doing that, it makes the other protein start working. So it kind of controls
1: whether or not another protein is doing its job or not. So it's like... It's like giving giving the protein some food, something like that. Or turning it on. A little it bit. On. It's, it's, like turn, switch, like it's starts switching, on. It's yeah, like it starts like switching on. on. Yeah, it's like switching on. Yeah, it's
0: giving it energy to do something. Okay, got it. I mean, a famous one is ATP. Yeah. And that's made from ADP. You yeah. go from diphosphate to triphosphate, and a kinase is responsible, kind of. Let's yeah. not go into the details. <laughs> for let, for, for adding yeah. a phosphate. And there's lots of other examples, Okay, it doesn't really matter. Do you think there's a protein that adds... A phosphate to another
1: kinase protein kinase they can self phosphorylate I think but uh, is it ask anyway
0: ask is an example of a mitogen activated protein kinase 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 it's a kinase 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 it's a kinase 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 well, you know. so it's not can just can the kinase get, kinase
1: can you get kinase 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 you can <laughs>
0: Yes, They're called nitrogen-activated protein kinase, 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 kinases.
1: And can you get kinase, 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 kinases? I don't kinase. know!
0: <laughs> I didn't find them, but you get four. So it's a kinase.
1: Yeah, the, um, a, that adds a phosphate group to a kinase. It then adds a phosphate group yeah, to another yeah. kinase. Yeah, it's, like, it's
0: like goes on forever. Wow. It's just a long line of kinase, 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 kinases. It's
1: turtles all the way Where down. Where does
0: it end, Steve? <laughs> anyway, this is an example of something with a strange name in biology. And there's lots of other examples. Did you know that there's a protein called
1: cheat date? I didn't know that. No. Cheap what does it date? do? Can you guess? Uh, is it does it make you drunk?
0: Yeah, makes <laughs> you more se- when it's mutated makes you more susceptible to booze. All right, well that's, that's in a, that's in fruit dip. flies, no, Okay, in people. There's one called moronic acid. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> it's an example of a triterpene, you are a chemist, you should know I what I A triterpene don't know what is. Yeah. And there's another one called an indi, an which INDI. is actually an acronym. And it's an acronym for I'm not dead yet. Okay. When this protein is mutated in fruit flies, it makes them live twice as long. Wow. Although Do we have somewhat it? of have a, con- a somewhat of a contentious issue. Do we Possibly? have it? Don't know.
1: Because then Possibly. we can switch those on and live forever. It'd be great, wouldn't
0: it?
1: Nick, we have come to the last track of the oh, album. Oh, that's so sad. Um, and uh, this one, yeah, is called uh, "Sweet Devotion." Oh. So I was thinking about like um, sweet things and the chemistry of sweet things uh, and sweeteners. So right. we had kind of artificial sweeteners, you know, kind of aspartame mm. and things that's in your yes. diet coke, or whatever. Yes. Um, do you know how it works?
0: Um, it goes on your tongue and it tickles your tongue, <laughs> yeah. and then your
1: tongue tells your brain, "Ooh, that's sweet." So this, yeah, that's kind of true. Um, So there's two classes of of, uh, sweeteners that exist, right? One of them um, is like aspartame, which is what used to be, which is what is in Diet Coke. Um, And it it, um, binds to a uh, a G-coupled protein receptor called TAS1R2 and TAS1R3. So it sticks to something on your tongue. Sticks to something on your tongue, right? right? And actually, what it does is it sticks more tightly to that thing, Oh, right? So um, this is one class, right? Of, of, and so, so typically, uh, like, aspartame is about 200 times more s- sweeter than uh, sucrose, right, which, you know, is what we just d- sugar, right. you put in your tea. Yeah. Um, so what this does is it sticks more tightly. So it means that you're, you get this little receptor on your tongue. And when sugar binds to it, it goes, yes. ooh, delicious sugar. right. Mm-hmm. What this does is it sticks more tightly. So yes. what that means is it keeps sending the signal. Oh, sugar, 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 on, sugar, on, sugar, on, on, sugar, on, on, sugar, on, on, sugar. on, on, Yeah, exactly. So, so what you can do is rather than. So normally what happens is you have sugar; it would go on and then fall off. Right. But, but because it binds more tightly, you can just you can have less of it because it tricks oh, your right. brain into thinking you're having that little receptor going yum so yum. You have yum, a yum, tiny yum, amount of the thing. And so that's why diet coke has so many calories in. It's not because aspartame isn't calorific. It's just that you need 200 times less of it than you really? would have to have sugar in Really? That is interesting. Yeah, so you know it was... Do you remember, do you remember back in the 80s? No. There was the... it yeah. happened then? <laughs> um, there was, used to be saying less than one calorie, sugar-free was the thing for diet yes. cake. And the reason it's not zero calories... It's because it's got some aspartame in it. Exactly. exactly. So, that's class one of sweetener. And then you got saccharin. Sa- saccharin was the original sweetener, okay, remember, yeah. but we don't use that anymore. Actually, it's it kind of interesting. So there isn't, there's also a similar receptor on your tongue, which is responsible for the bitter taste. Oh, is that? And actually, uh, aspartame also binds to that. You know, something. that's one of the criticisms. Well, why is coke
0: not bitter? Well, it is a little bit, right? No, it's not.
1: <laughs> like, well, well um, um, uh, aspartine not um, aspartame. What was the one you just mentioned? I can't one? bloody remember. Saccharin. Saccharin. So, saccharin. It binds oh, it has w- got a bit of a funny exactly. thing. Exactly. I so, never so, liked so it. The you res- put it in tea and it's like a kind of, ooh. So, the way that one works, so that's nasty. also binding to the bitter receptor, a, li- a little bit.
0: What a shit molecule.
1: Yeah, but it, but it, so that's why you kind of have that bitter What's sweet taste. What's in Pepsi Max? pepsi max is, well i don't know if it's pepsi max but, but it's pepsi Coke max Zero. tastes
0: tot- yeah all that.
1: In, 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 that so that's sucralose oh that's the new one then do you know how well they do this no. is an interesting one right no. so they take glucose right and normally on glucose if you remember it's a ring-shaped molecule and at the end of it there's a couple of hydroxide groups so oh yeah. oxygen and hydrogen so what they do is they whaz off the oxygen and hydrogen they whack in chlorine right so now it's just the same but it's, it's, it's got a couple of chlorines in it yeah right? so you can't metabolize that you can't break so that carbon chlorine it just passes through you that's
0: disgusting
1: right so I drink a lot so whenever
0: I go to Subway there's one in the hospital where I work yeah and I have a Subway probably two days a week right and I always have like a bucket Coke, a Coke Zero because it's cheap a Coke Zero well, well chug that's it the, all down and but think but that's the, how is g- how is this so <laughs> nice <laughs>
1: but the thing is it works in a different way so for, for aspartame it's like you just need less of it yeah right but for the sucralose you still drink just as much as you would have for normal coke but you don't metabolise it it's So that so that but if you look ta- at it it
0: does taste like it's yeah, very so it very it still binds to that yeah.
1: receptor but your b- body can't process it but there is a subtly different change in the flavour <laughs> Listeners, you know that the one one of the best things about uh, Science Vinyl is not the wonderful science nuggets you get, but to bring in our most trusted advisor to tell us not just what the best track is, but why they think it. Um, and so I'd like to welcome to the to to Science Vinyl, oh! <laughs> It's Brian. Hello. How you doing, Brian? Oh, no. You know, do you like Adele. Adele? Yeah. Oh, I
0: like it. She's one of us. Like. She's
1: What do you mean she's one of us? Just like... Is a she sh- from Wolverhampton?
0: No, I think she's from Tottenham. And oh, share, OK. Yeah,
1: she? she sounds like she's from London.
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. Okay. But she's, she seems like one of us. I can imagine having a pint with Adele. You'd like to have a pint with Adele. Yeah, she seems sort of totally normal and lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take her down the canal and we'd fish with sticklebacks together and we'd have a, we'd have a little glass of Banksy's. And <laughs> What's love. Banksy's? It's a beer,
1: mate. Oh, I don't know. It's only... Yeah, it? <laughs> so which which was your favourite which was your favourite tune? It's wh-
0: hard because I like the album and Hello.
1: It's Hello. such a good bloody song. It is a good bloody song. But
0: I think Love in the Dark.
1: Love in the Dark. Come All on, right, I well... Love that one. Thank you for... That'll be
0: mine. And especially because I liked hearing you getting angry about <laughs> the astrology. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah, does that make <laughs> you happy? <laughs> yeah,
0: well you All right, you well, you. that was... Because you're wrong, aren't you? you no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true and I- I'm reading all what, the time. What star sign are you, Brian? Um Pisces.
1: Pisces. Yeah, Just same like me. As you, yeah. Is that why it was funny? Yeah, oh, okay. got a
0: bit of a funny ticker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I loved it. And I can't wait for the next one, so I'm looking forward to it. so tell me about it next time.
1: Will do, Brian. We'll do. Bye.
0: Bye.